0: From the Public Relations Global Network, this is PRGN presents. I'm Adrian McIntyre
1: and I'm Abby Fink, Vice President General Manager of HMA Public Relations in Phoenix, Arizona and a founding member of PRGN. With public relations leaders embedded into the fabric of the communities we serve, clients hire our agencies for the local knowledge, expertise and connections in markets spanning 6 continents across the world.
0: Our guests on this bi weekly podcast series are all members of the Public Relations Global Network. They discuss such topics as the importance of sustainability and environmental, social, and governance programs, crisis communications, content marketing, reputation management, and outside of the box thinking for growing your business.
1: For more information about PRGN and our members, please visit prgn.com. And now, let's meet our guest for this episode.
2: Hi, I'm uh, Frédéric François from uh, Two Cents in Brussels, Belgium. Uh, We are active in PR uh, and uh, also very active in organizing events.
1: So I was having a conversation with a colleague about um, some upcoming conferences that I'm attending, and I was very excited about the idea that I was booking a flight and going to physically go somewhere to attend a conference. And as much as I appreciated the opportunity to participate in events during uh, COVID, thanks to technology, I'm really excited about the idea that that we can uh, again return in and in, be present with others. And and you have spent a majority of your career in that event space, and so. Must have been a real challenging time over the last handful of years. But um, what's on? You know, what's it looking like for live events again? Are we are we beginning to come back to them, and are organizations considering them as part of their strategic communications plans?
2: It depends from uh, from event to to event, and uh, to see if it's B two B or B two C. But most events are back. Uh, some some are even. Uh, Back in a very strong way, even stronger than before COVID. And then I'm I'm, I'm talking about B2B because, like you said, uh, in B2B, one of the most important things is networking. Uh, what you can do with platforms, with online events is uh, is giving some uh, some information and presenting some some things. But but you never can have this physical networking that people love. So uh, these events are are, are back. The ones who are really focusing on, on, on a majority of international uh, visitors or attendees, these ones some, sometimes still face some problems with uh, uh, countries uh, in Asia, for instance, who, who still are afraid to come to, uh, to big events in uh, abroad. Uh, but, but most of them are back. In, uh, what we see is that the very small events, and when I say very small events, it's, uh, it's really the, the the small meetings uh, that you have in institutions like the European uh, Commission, for instance, or NATO, a lot of very small events with five to ten people. Uh, These ones disappeared they disappeared because they they discovered that they didn't have to fly 2 hours uh to uh, to have a meeting of 1 hour and that they could do that with teams or zoom so that's really 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 good uh, that it disappeared because it, i think it's better for uh, for our, our planet but it it's a game changer for a lot of people in our uh, sector uh for cities for instance uh, brussels uh the, 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 where, where the European Commission is based, uh, was focusing on attracting a lot of small small uh, meetings. Uh, a lot of hotels were focusing on that. A lot of uh, event companies were focusing on that. So they, they have to refocus now. But uh, But for the rest, I think our event industry has really recovered in a very good way.
1: One of the things that I I found so fascinating in in the evolution of events I I actually started my career doing PR for special events twenty five plus years ago, and it, there of course then it was it was all physical right we attended something we had a ticket we had a name badge you know whatever that would be, but as we experienced you know over the last handful of years and with with technology being what it was which allowed event, the definition of an event, I think, to change, right? It, it meant attending, but it didn't necessarily mean physical, but it did mean that those experiences that people were getting needed to be equally as powerful if they were doing it via a screen as they were when they were coming into um, a physical space, a ballroom or you know, a, a concert hall or whatever it would be. So I think that we, we as planners, had to also take into consideration what the experience was going to be. So now that we are looking more about bringing people back together, what are some of the the differences that you're seeing in events today versus, you know, what we might have been doing um, five or six years ago? You mentioned a difference between business to business or business to consumer, B2B or B2C. So talk a little bit about, you know, what those differences are and, you know, what should be considered when you're thinking about bringing back a group of people together.
2: When you are uh, considering uh, having B2C event, you really have to focus on, uh, on experience. If you don't do that, you're lost because all the other things can be done uh, through uh, not digital events but through digital communication it is not the same uh, using social media google uh, and, and so on so you really have to focus on uh, on this uh, on this experience but but some things change also in our organization. That's what I see a lot uh, during uh, this, uh, this this post-COVID period. And one of the most important things that change is uh, finding the good people for us to work and to organize events uh, in technolo- technology. Uh, so finding te- technical people uh, in audiovisual or IT to work in the event industry has become really hard because during COVID, uh, they had no job. They had to re, uh, to find other jobs. Uh, and they did. They managed to find other jobs and they managed to see that they could work and earn money without having to work long nights and long weekends. So they didn't come back. So that's really a, a problem It's the human capital who, who was uh, 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 that that we lost during COVID, and we still face problems to find them. And so we we have to plan a long longer time in advance to to book people. We have to uh, pay more uh, for those who stayed in the in the industry. That, that's that's a really big issue for us for now.
1: When you're talking with prospective clients or or businesses and organizations that may be considering. You know, an event, whether that's a meeting or a you know a a special event of some kind. What what are the conversations that you have in terms of the the strategy or the strategic reason behind bringing an event? You know, what what are what are you from an attendee perspective? We're looking at networking and and interacting with, but what what are businesses thinking about when they're going to consider putting on an event and and how how do you advise and and help them understand the value of what an event like this could be for them
2: yeah the the the, the big difference uh, that that we we can have organizing an event towards all the other kinds of of communication tools or sales tools that you could use to manage your business is that we use five senses we can use five senses it's the only communication or sales tool where you can not only Uh, hear a presentation and see that presentation, but where you can have, uh, uh, some smells in uh, in in an area where you come in where something is baked uh, if, if you are in bakery uh, where you can taste products when you can feel uh, the tiles uh, that, that that going to be uh, uh, used by uh, by by the the house builders or, or something so you, you really can use your five senses in in a very special way and that is one of the things we always try to focus on and and, and try to explain to our customers is is that use the the most uh, senses you can during your event because that will create really an experience they they will not forget and they are not able to find somewhere else.
1: What do you think has changed in the way you organize events or or businesses are thinking about bringing events? Or have you are you doing things differently? What what changes have been made? You know whether that was because of COVID or just a different way of approaching, you know, the planning of these type of events.
2: We have to plan a, a long time in in advance, longer time in advance, um, be- because of of this human capital uh, problem. Uh, we have to find uh, and book people a long time in advance, and that that is contradictory with what we see, and that is that that budgets are are um, uh, decided uh, uh, very late so people are back in events but we see that that the customers uh, uh wait a long time to 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 uh, really say okay we give you a go and you can organize the event so so uh, that's a problem because because we are later than what we were before and we need more time so it it uh, it's uh, on on a planning uh, basis it's very very difficult now, what we also did that we had a uh a lot of work to do with lawyers uh, during COVID and and just after because we we saw that our general conditions, uh, our own general conditions uh, for cancellation policies, for instance, uh, and that the 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 general conditions of our our insurers uh, also for cancellation matters uh, were not up to date or were were not uh, uh, made. To be able to 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 face that that problem, so so we had to refocus and reinvent uh, some uh, uh, some things there. So the lawyers uh, were happy to uh, to have a lot of work with us.
1: Yeah, I learned um, how important it was to read the the fine print in all of those contracts because I never needed to know what force majeure was until I was planning events in before and then what was leading into it. Um, and I think th- there were there were some lessons learned in this past, you know, handful of years about that, right? We were, I think we're all a little bit more aware of the the contractual obligations that we make, what our out clause clauses need to be, you know, what kind of guarantees we we as the producers of the events need to make, but also what our expectations are of those that we're doing it on behalf of. And and that that's a good thing, yeah. you know, to be a little bit more aware.
2: There are also also other good things, I, I think, because I, I had a few things I said were, were more negative, but, but I think one good thing that changed is that people now uh, are more aware about sustainability. We, we saw that sustainability was coming also in the event industry. But thanks to COVID, it got a boost. And now today, most of our clients, more most of the institutions, it's it's in the basic guidelines. You have to be sustainable. You have to, to bring uh, food that is sustainable. You, you cannot use any single-use plastics anymore. There are a lot of regulations uh, uh, that, that are new. So that, that's, I think, it's, it's good, again, for, for our, our planet um and what we saw also is that we had to to learn to be even more flexible and uh, our teams uh, uh get more agile and uh, i think that that was a, a good thing to see and uh, and because because we 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 managed that and uh, i think it, it was good for us to see that that our our species is able to uh, adapt in a very very fast way
0: Federic, I have a question for you about experience design. You mentioned that consumer facing events needed to have the experience at the center, because of course, there are many other channels that you could use to communicate them. So if you're just doing that again, there's no point in having the event. It seems though that the same thing is true now for B2B. And I think you were pointing at that as well, that, you know, you have to ask your, ask the question, like, why isn't this a digital meeting? Why isn't this online? So I'm curious how you're thinking now in some new ways, uh, maybe some new vistas, new opportunities with regard to experience design, uh, specifically in B2B. You mentioned the the textures and the smells and the things of that nature, but obviously event experience is more than that. So lighting, sound, spaces, movement, flow, all these things. Talk a little bit about that aspect of event planning.
2: What we uh, do a lot for uh, B2B trade fairs, for instance, uh, um, is that before there was only boot with products. What we propose now is a kind of a mixture between Uh, trade fairs and congresses Uh, we we try to bring in also a lot of content also content can be a experience when the content is brought on in in a good way uh, with good speakers with interaction Um, uh, we uh, we we try to make demonstrations we try to push exhibitors to, to to give demonstrations and when we see that they don't do that enough. We we push the organizer of the uh, exhibition uh, to do it. So so it's a lot. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of investment. But uh, all these kinds of things next to the usual product presentations uh, are are really uh, um, enjoyable. And we see that that also in B two B people like to to have something more than just uh, the, the product presentation. And of course, all, always find good networking uh, opportunities, give the time uh, to the people to, to, to see, be able to see and meet and, and, and chat with each other. In Belgium, we are also used to have a good beer together uh, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in a B2B event. So it's, it's really important to, to, uh, to focus also on that uh, next to the products and, and, and the knowledge.
1: I think here in the states, we like to have a beer with our colleagues at these events as well. So that might be a universal experience. Um, one of the you know the the experience and you know technology all are playing a factor in events, but we probably need to talk about um the options that are presenting themselves now through artificial intelligence and you know what what are you seeing? and maybe it's a little too soon to know for sure. But is AI going to be a value part of events in the future? Is it going to change the way we do what we do? Is it going to replace events or is it going to be an enhancement?
2: I think AI is an ally. Um, I remember when I started my career at Brussels Expo uh, 35 years ago, um, uh, it was was the, the, the websites were coming up. And the, the 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 boss then said, oh, well, "We cannot make a website because if if you make a website, people are going to find the information there, and they will not come to the trade show anymore. We are killing our, ourselves if we do that." Okay. So he he has retired uh, some, some some time after that. That was good. Uh, so so and it's it's the same with AI. People are afraid AI will will kill or will replace events. I don't think so. I think we we have to use and embrace AI. Uh, I think AI. Uh, for an, from a, an organizational point of view is very uh, valuable because uh, organize, uh, organizing an event is i think about 50% communication with uh, potential attendees with attendees with uh, a, a lot of uh, target groups and if you if you can use ai to take over at least 50% of, of, of your work there, uh, imagine the time you you, you win, imagine the, the events you can organize with the same amount of people, you can organize more events, and in the end, your profit is better. So so you, you really have to embrace it, and I don't think AI, like digital events, didn't replace physical events. I don't think AI will replace any any good physical event.
1: And projecting ahead, what do you think the future is for live events?
2: Organizing events with our uh, five senses. That's really the most important. Is our uh, uh, most important USP is organizing our five senses because there is not a magazine, not a TV or radio station. There is not a website or platform that can, where you can use maybe two Or three senses. Here we we can use all five of them. So that's really our our USB. And if we do that, we have the future. uh, uh, The future is uh, still bright, and uh, and we will uh, we will
0: win. Thanks for listening to this episode of PRGN Presents, brought to you by the Public Relations Global Network.
1: We publish new episodes every other week, so follow PRGN Presents in your favorite podcast app. Episodes are also available on our website, along with more information about PRGN and our members at PRGN.com.